What up, world? It's your boy, Evu, and you are now tuned in to the Activated Podcast. I am super, super, super happy, as you can understand, that this has been a long time coming. A lot of work went into this. I mean, I just want to give myself a little round of applause, okay? I really want to do that. Um, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Before we get into it, right, before I get, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit excited today, so I will try not to be all over the place. We will definitely cover things I want to speak about today. And But before I get started, I just want to give a quick shout out to Pixelmate. All the visual that you guys have been seeing from the pictures, the video, and we've also put together a one-minute teaser, kind of like activated podcast in the making type of short snippet video. Uh, it's been nothing but amazing. When, I, when I'm looking at these visual, I cannot believe that I could look this good on camera. Seriously, people. So if you have any, you know, if your wife is pregnant, your girlfriend pregnant, everybody pregnant, if, you, if you're about to get married, anything that you want to get done, photography, videos, please make sure you follow them on Instagram, Pixelmate, and they will definitely get the job done for you. Like I said, I'm super happy. You know, I just wanted to give them a quick shout out and uh, let them know that I am super grateful about them helping me out. And also, if you live in the city of Toronto, on Saturday, there's a grand opening, Mama Land Resto Lounge. Please come out and support. This is this is an African restaurant that's under due management, and I'm definitely going to be out there all weekend turning up. It's a good time, good food, good vibe, good everything. Multiple DJs are playing also that night, so make sure you come out and support. They definitely always take care of me when I go out there to eat, and it's located 685 Lansdowne Avenue, and that is Bloor and Lansdowne right beside the subway. You can't miss it. So um, thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in. Once again, one round of applause. Um, this has been an amazing experience. First of all, the the most amazing thing right now as I'm talking to you is I sat back a couple years ago as I started to get into listening to podcasting, and I told myself, I want to be able to do this one day. And this idea had been stuck in my head for some time, and I've slowly been putting pieces together that will enable me to finally get to the point where I am today sitting here and talking into this mic and giving you my first podcast. And I, I want people to understand that if you're sitting around today for whatever dream or aspiration you have, you are really in control of your destiny. And I know this sounds cliche, but never in a million years would I ever think that I would have the ability to not only put together my own podcast, and even when I put out the promo video and we're looking at about five, 600 views, I can't help but to feel blessed and to feel lucky to be put in this position. And I also want to encourage anybody out there, if you really want to get something done, please, please go out there and do it. Life is short. You know what I'm saying? And today we're, you know, we're celebrating amongst each other. I know my family's super proud of me. Um, my friends have been supporting me. And sometimes you don't really need support of 15 people. If one, if you run it by, if you run the idea by one person and they really give you the go, please go out and do it. That's just my message out there. For those of you listening, I know we all got dreams somewhere. I know some of y'all want to sing. You know what I'm saying? Some of y'all want to become writers. You want to put a book out. There's really no limitation in this world and generation that we live in. You literally have the power to create your own platform to create your own narrative, and to really put out there the kind of content that you 
really want. I mean, I'm in, I am a prime example. You know, the the activated, the idea really started on Snapchat when I used to put a couple of clips out saying a couple of things. It got people mind going and I started to think, and as I was listening to podcasts, I started to think maybe I could put it in a better format that will allow people to sit still for maybe an hour or two or 30 minutes or whatever it is and really get to listen. You know, some of us like to read books. Um, I like to read books, but I definitely love to listen to stories and kind of like life lessons through podcasting, especially at work. As I'm sitting at work and I got my headphones in, um, every day I listen to one podcast and you'd be amazed on how much things that I've learned in the past couple of years from just listening to podcasting. So that really motivated me to really think about, I want to give something back to the world. You know, and I also been thinking you get in a stage in your life where, you know, we've been taken away from the world for so many years. And it is our duty as human beings on this planet to really start to to give back to the world in whatever capacity you are able to. It doesn't always have to be money. It could just be, you know, moral support for your friends. Make sure you support them when they're doing something amazing. Make, make sure that, you know, if somebody needed help, you can help them. It does not always have to be money-driven. A lot of situations nowadays, it's almost like nobody wants to move a finger unless they're getting paid or they're gaining something from it. So, you know, my message also is to, you know, let's start being humans to one another again. You know what I mean? When I first came with the idea, I reached out to a couple of people actually trying to help me. Hey, man, I know you got a studio. Um, you know, what can we do? I want to record this podcast. Can you help me put it together? Um, after many failed promises, I decided to go to the the music store myself and I purchased all the equipment. So we sit up here. I got a laptop beside me. I got my little audio interface. I got the mic in front of me. Everything is mine. Um, I could go, I could record anytime. Anytime I have an idea come to my head, I could really, when I get home, I could just plug my laptop and get it done. Um, do not sit or, sit there and wait for somebody to work hard for your dream. You really got to go out there and grasp it. And trust and believe, once you set everything in motion, most people will come back and gather around and then they might even start to you know, want to take credit for your hard work. Not to get confused, you are in control and please... You know what I'm saying? Make sure that if you have anything you want to get done, go out there and get it done. So that's really the idea behind the podcast. Uh, that is why I wanted to do it is, you know, I've been inspired to really kind of create a platform to allows us to to get a lot of conversation going that we might not have the chance to. And sometimes and these conversations are really tailored for us. So it's for us, by us. You know what I'm saying? So it really gives us a little bit of, you know, sharing stories, how people struggle to get what they are, because we always think that success, for whatever reason, has been built, you know, overnight, over, and at least it seems. As I'm sitting up here talking to you through the podcast, you might think that I just decided one day to get up and get a mic. That is really not the case. I've been studying this for, for a little while. Um, you know, people that are doing this, professional uh, MCs, whatever it is, I definitely been, you know, studying and laying back until I was ready. You know what? I got to take a crack at this. You know what I mean? It's now or never. And also, as we're talking about it, I want to share with you one of the last thing that I was thinking about that really propelled me to 
to go, you know what? The next day I got up, went, purchased the stuff, and now I'm putting it together. You know what I mean? And also, um, just a little announcement there. If you have not followed me on the social media, it's really, it's Activated Podcast everywhere. YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and also SoundCloud. That's where you'll be able to get all the content you need. And like I said, there's a one-minute video teaser that will be out. So make sure you check that out as well. And then we can get this going. Now, the first thing I want to share with you guys, like I said, it's the last, just to get back to the story, it's the last thing that I really told myself before I really launched myself into this podcast thing. So I was sitting there and I was thinking, I am almost 30 as I'm speaking to you today. I came up with this rule. So how it works is, I told myself, let's say today, I'm going to live to 90. When I get to 90, I'll I'll be dead. So I sat there and thinking, okay, you know what? Maybe not 100. I give myself 90 years. Hopefully, right? We don't know. I'm just using this as an example. Right now, I've used up 33%. So as we're going, I'm thinking, okay, if you die at 90, usually maybe at 70, 75, you're kind of retired and you're on cruise control. So for the last 15 years, you're not really building no businesses, you know, you're just trying to, you know, spend time with the family, the grandkids, the great grandkids. If you're blessed enough to have them around you, you just want to, you know, if your wife is around, y'all would just want to sit there and watch, I don't know, Judge Judy on TV, you know, whatever old people do, you know what I'm saying? So, so we will subtract that 15 years out of the 90, that puts us at 75, right? Which is what our target would be if we're working towards something. It's like, okay, I got till night 75 to get it done. So now the 75 you add that 15 to the 30, that puts me at 45. So out of the 90 years spam, I've now used up 50%. So that means I got to get going. So whatever it is that I'm pursuing, whatever you know, time, if I want to go back to school, go back to, for grad school, if I want to start a podcast, if I want to become a rap artist, if I want to become a TV personality, a MC, I want to open a shoe store, whatever it is, do the math and assess your life. Once I realized that, Oh shit, I don't use the 50% of the time that I got now. Get, keep in mind, this is 90 years old. Most of us ain't gonna make it to 90. Let's be clear. You know, you eat a lot of Popeyes, anyways. You barely run. You know what I mean? You drive everywhere, okay? Uber everywhere. I got to puff my ass and I was like, I need to go out and get it. You know what I mean? This, this thing, this idea that I've had in my head, I need to go out and really execute that. And make sure that I'm satisfied. You know what I mean? So that was my 90-year rule spam. I know I put it out on Facebook. And uh, even my friends and family was kind of asking me about it. And they was trying to correct the idea. But I was like, listen, this was my shit. I'm putting I'm taking ownership for that, you know? But that's really what got me going. So as we're talking about this, I also really, I was thinking about overall, what is success to me, right? Because I know everything sounds nice and everything sounds good and all. So I'm thinking about what is success. So I look around and then after some thoughts I gave, I was like, it's not really, it's not the money that I've earned or that I've had that made me feel like I was successful. It was definitely the times that I remember being the happiest. You know, I remember my 25th birthday, I had a big gathering. Friends came out, they celebrated with me. After that, I took a flight, went to Florida for a few days, came back, and I really felt like, God damn it. Like, so I can remember a time where everything was harder to attain, like taking flights. It was unheard of, at least for me. I'm seeking for my own experience. So at my 25th birthday and I was able to put that together, I was amazed. And then I started to realize it's not the fact that I, you know, 
I had the money which enabled me to of course take this trip, but I just looked at it like, oh man, like I'm happy as hell right now. So that is what success to me looks like. It's not about, you know, what how many followers you get on Instagram, how many people gonna listen to this podcast. The fact that I'm putting this together and this is something that I've been wanting to do for a long time and I'm super happy about it. That is my success. I know a lot of times we do associate success and popularity, which is it's insane to me because when I look around my inner circle, immediate friends, family, and that's that sort of stuff, the most successful people that I know, you guys have never heard about. You know, we're not talking about celebrity and that sort of stuff. I have many friends that are doing so many great things, opening up businesses. I got a friend that, you know, he opened up, He's on his second restaurant, and the day I found out he opened a restaurant, like it was the most amazing feeling because I was like, this is the kind of standards that we need to have. And to see a man go from working for the restaurant to when he's able to own his own restaurant, it's the most amazing thing. Forget about how much money he's going to make. Forget about, but that within itself, it is very empowering. Like you feel like you've, you're making a difference in society. And as well as we're going through, and a lot of people now, you know, we all want to be entrepreneurs. Um, that is also not the only path to success. There's many. I don't know all of them, but I definitely know that working towards something before you even know what that thing could potentially become, you've already started taking a path onto whatever your success would be. You know, your success could be getting married by the time you're 33 kids and making 70,000 a year, you're satisfied. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I also know in the society we live in, we cannot all be entrepreneurs because if we are, then who's going to be working for us? You know what I'm saying? The, the person that, that take videos is successful in their own realm. You know, the person, the the whatever it is. And as black people, I would like us to to think bigger and outside of entertainment a little bit. You know, my path to success really, which I'm still I feel like I've not gotten even halfway there, is really school was one of the things that kept me disciplined, right? And it wasn't I didn't go to school as a fallback plan. I went to school because that was the only plan that I could see work within a reasonable amount of time. Because you could go to school and not graduate or not get into your field of work. A lot of us, it happened to us. Um, me personally, it took me about three and a half years to get into the field that I went to school for. And now one day, as I was doing these in-between jobs or doing things that I didn't love, I did not stop learning. And I did not stop staying motivated on the path to where I would eventually want to be. And this is why I really want to motivate people to think outside the box. Every time I see somebody going through, oh, man, I'm doing this job. Uh, you know, I don't know where, you know, I'm trying to get into my field. It's tough. And they're kind of giving up, right? To give you a little story, the day today, actually, as we're speaking to y'all, um, I've been working for this company for three years. Today marks the third year that I've been working in my field. So that being said, before then, I was working at a bank, which was nothing that I've studied, but 
working at the bank for about three and a half years, I've even got promoted or moved up at least twice while I was there, you know? And I could have made a career out of that, but that was nothing I was passionate about. So as I was doing it, and every day I went to work, I was sent out at least five resumes every day. Now, do the math a little bit. That's Now, give or take, you know, maybe one day I'll send three or four or whatever it is. But for three years, three and a half years, every day I will go to work. While I have some off time or whatever, maybe a lunch time or whatever, I'll be sitting on websites and sending my resume. And the job that I currently have, how I got is I was working late till about 8 p.m. And right before I got off work, I saw, you know, a posting about a job. And so I was like, man, this shit sounds too good to be true. And I was thinking, oh, fuck, once again, I'm going to send my resume. Nothing going to happen. And I sent my resume. You know what I mean? It was about quarter to eight. And I was done at eight. So I sent my resume and I went about my business. That is currently the job that I have today. And if I would have had the mentality of giving up or, or not giving the effort, then, you know what I mean? Today, I wouldn't have been motivated enough to even start the podcast and to be here and trying to even share my story with you guys. If I had somebody explain this to me while I was going through my own little issues, that would have made a big difference for me. You know, if somebody would have told me, you know what, once you finish school, you might or you might not get your job. Don't count your eggs before it hatches, whatever that shit goes. But just just do the work and not to kind of put race in it. But all the white people did get a job right outside of school. Like as soon as a lot of people even got jobs at the opening house. You know, the day they come, you display all your work and things like that. And, you know, this one guy even had two interviews. So I'm sitting there thinking, what the hell? How the fuck you get two? So I'm looking at his work and mine is really like I felt proud of what I've accomplished, but that didn't work out for me. But you know what? I still had to continue to fight and fight every day. Every day to me is a fight. And as I would wake up and going to do a job which I wasn't passionate about and nothing like that, I really I like for people to think about it this way. Every Monday, I know a lot of y'all hate Mondays. I, for once, do not hate Mondays. I actually love Mondays, to be honest with you. The reason why I love Mondays is because I always use Mondays as a guideline to set the tone for the rest of the week for me. So every Monday when I wake up, I'm like, this will be an amazing week for me. I set the tone, I keep it moving, and then I make sure that that tone is set. Because once you really get Monday out of the way, let's be honest, before you know it's Thursday, Thursday is really Friday to me. So it's like when you wake up with an attitude, a positive attitude every Monday, you guys should try it. I guarantee you, you'll be thanking me sometime down the line. If you wake up every Monday with an attitude that, you know what, today's Monday, I don't feel like going to work. Shit, I'm still hungover for Sunday, little day party I went to. But you know what, I'm going to go to work and I'm going to have a positive attitude, which is what I did. Which also, like I said, even though I was in a situation where it wasn't nothing I was passionate about, I was still achieving the type of goals that allow me to move within this institution. But just in case that that didn't work for me, I was able to progress and move up in something else. And I always ask people to understand that success it does not come in one particular package. You know what I'm saying? Just keep doing the work. Keep at it. And I promise you, um, as people, we will get better. So today's a little bit about, you know, 
I guess it's a little bit of a serious topic or whatever it is. That's just my story that I want to share. Now, I also want to share a story that while I was in high school, um, story about getting fired. I got fired in Toronto. I got fired twice. Actually, no, in all my life of working, I've been fired twice. And I've been fired twice is because of, to, to be quite honest with you, is things that you cannot control. So as you are on this journey to journey to success, whatever that might be, just understand that only focus on things that you have the ability to affect and not those things that you cannot control. Trust me, it will go a long way because a lot of times we stressed out. You know, we go out, we don't have a car, but we mad because it's raining. Guess what? You can't control the rain. You know what I'm saying? No one can. You know, if you got on, you know, if you got your weave on, just wrap a little, you know, put a little plastic bag, whatever you got to do, make sure the shit stay dry. You be all right. You know what I'm saying? It's not the end of the world. And if that weave get fucked up, get another one or get your boyfriend to get you another one. It doesn't matter. You know, you, you don't control that. And or let's say you get to work. Um, not sure you're, you're late or you're not late. Your boss is pissing you off. You're in a bad mood. You know, and I really don't understand how people wake up in a bad mood, to be honest with you. To me, every time I go to sleep, I wake up, the button is restarted. I rarely, rarely wake up in a bad mood unless I'm just going through a little bit of stress period. But even so, I try to bottle that in for myself. I don't try to spill that negativity in the world. Because trust and believe, when you're in a bad mood, and a lot of people listening to this right now can attest that when you're in a bad mood... And you start being grumpy, shit usually get worse. When you're in a bad mood and you're like, ah, whatever, shit gets worse, you know? You're in a bad mood, you're driving, somebody cuts you off, you're like, oh, fuck, fuck you. And then you throw a middle finger, he follows you, he's, and then all of a sudden you're dealing with something that you really didn't have to deal with. You know what I'm saying? So when you're in a bad mood or whatever it is, just, just try to, I, I know this is going to sound cliche to a lot of y'all, but trust and believe you should always wake up with a positive attitude and whatever it is that you do, please ensure that you always give this positive attitude because I strongly believe the positivity, the energy we put out to the world is usually what we, what we will receive. You know what I'm saying? If you're in the world and you decide you're going to scam everybody, you know what I mean? You, you figure you're going to, you know, you're living with a roommate. Every time he go to sleep, you're still, you're still in his snacks. You know what I mean? He got cookies in the cupboard and whatever it is, um, and you're still in the snacks and shit. And by the way, I, I've had a roommate situation. Um, I pray to God I never get a roommate ever again in my life. It was the worst shit ever. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you live with somebody that don't really respect you as an individual. It's the worst situation to really get into. You know, if, if you're putting out positive energy to the world, best believe you will get that positive energy back. And I am one of those that believe that karma is real and karma does not have a timing. What you do good for in, a, in 15 minutes, you might not get it till three years later. A lot of times, too, nowadays, we don't understand the opportunity unless there's a little bit of money attached to it. Like, I, I could tell you a story about um, a, good, a really good friend of mine who I've reached out to many times and, and every time it's about gas money. And you got to keep in mind, we damn near 30 now. So I don't understand the fact that we're still asking each other gas money or we're looking at it like, oh, it's not worth my time. But it's like, oh, it's not worth your time. But how much is your time worth? Especially to a friendship that you have. 
You know what I mean? And I really strongly encourage people, if you do have a friendship out there, and I know growing up, a lot of these things we don't take seriously, but look how crazy it will be, right? If you're in your 40s and all your friends that you have, you've only known them for five years, for example. Like nobody knows you in high school. Nobody knows you in college. You don't have no friends like that, but new friends. It's because if you keep mistreating old friendships that you got, you eventually will lose them. So I think for me, I always hold my friend accountable to a certain extent. I'm super vocal. So if you're my friend and you do something wrong to me, best believe I would tell you about it. We will definitely have a little fight or whatever it is. But hopefully we get better from that situation, right? And for sure, as much as I like to hold my friends accountable, I am definitely to be held accountable as well, you know, because I fuck up, right? I might offend you by little jokes that I tell you, get offended, but please do make sure that you come back and tell me because that's the only way I could get better. I've gotten, into, I've, I've, I've grown enough to understand that in certain situations you would definitely have to take out your ego out of the situation. Male, we're full of egos. So we'll drive the truck off the bridge if we have to, just because our egos in the way, but. You definitely got to look at it. If you are wrong, there's nothing wrong. Apologize. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually going through this thing right now where, you know, it's a lot of situations, especially with, with girls that have happened. And, and whenever I get a chance now and I run into them, I know it's been years and things like that. I have no problem saying, you know what? That situation was messed up. And for all it's worth, I really want to apologize to you because I realized the growth that I've done in the last couple of years. And I could look back and go, man, that boy from 19 years old, he was a little fucked up. As we get on with this podcast, I definitely uh, would be sharing them with you. You know, I'm an open book anyways. I don't really hold nothing in. And, you know, I can meet somebody today and then if we vibe, then, you know, it's all love. I don't really believe as, you know, putting this perfect image up for the world. Uh, take me the way I am. And, you know, it is what it is. If, if you're really going to like me or whatever it is, you will do it just because, you know, I'm giving you the same kind of energy and, um, you know, hopefully it is positive energy that we can inspire each other for anything else. So um, that's a little bit of what I want to talk about. And also, I wanted to talk about how I got fired twice. Sorry, I keep getting distracted. Um, I know I have so much things in my head really happening that, you know, the stories are coming. And hopefully as we progress, I would like to have somebody else with me. Uh, in here so you know we could kind of bounce idea back and forth then you know we can we can learn from each other and that sort of stuff um so yeah if you've been listening till now um just to wrap it up i would tell you the story <sighs> sorry about that i would tell you the story about how i got fired so i really think um even though i live in toronto currently i think that what toronto has done is really uh it's made us feel safe as if racism and that sort of stuff like it doesn't exist when i was in high school i had a job as a dishwasher at tucker marketplace uh, shout out to tuckers uh gave me my first job in canada actually so i was working there making about nine bucks an hour and uh, we had two managers we had a black guy that was a manager who actually hired me and then we had a black a white lady called darlene i believe that was her name and then you know she was his boss i believe and this lady, always miserable, you know what I'm saying? Like, she barely even smiled. Uh, she always used to talk to people in a very disrespectful manner. Um, when I got this job as a dishwasher, by the way, worst job I ever got. 
that actually made me realize how much I never want to work in a restaurant ever again. Like I realized that about 16, 17. I needed to get my shit together because these are not jobs that I really wanted to do past graduating out of college and so on. So I had the job and for the most part, I never really interacted with her. Uh, I always kept to myself. That's really how I am. If I don't really know you, I don't vibe with you. I'm usually kept to myself. But on this particular day, you know, we're in the back. We were acting up a little bit, um, you know, spraying water on each other, whatever teenage high school kids do. And then she happened to to pass by. And there was one of the kids that came in the back. Um, he used to work because this was like a buffet place. So he was working outside uh, looking after the ice cream stand or whatever it was. So he brought us some dirty dishes or whatever it is for us to wash. So I was sitting there, I was scrubbing, and I've been scrubbing about 45 pots at this point. So I wasn't in the greatest mood, but I was doing his work, you know what I'm saying? And then I think he, he came in the back and one of the kids sprayed him with hot water. So he kind of screamed. So when he screamed, here come Miss Darlene, she come, you know, Darlene was the manager. She comes in the back and, you know, she going off and things like that. You know, I was just sitting there scrubbing my pot and then as she walking away, I'm, I must have said something I can't really remember. She came back, and then she looked directly at me, and she told me, you need to stop talking. So I look at her like, oh, okay. Like, what you mean I can't stop talking? So initially, you know, I'm a little bit resisting. You know, I'm like, what? What you mean I can't talk? Like, I'm doing my work. What part of this job says I can't speak? Like, this ain't no slavery time. This was exactly what I said to her. She so go, yes, I'm telling you, you cannot talk. You cannot talk. You need to... Be quiet and do your job. So at that point, I could have sworn I heard the N-word. <laughs> okay. I, somewhere in my mind, it was like, oh, she called you the N-word. Uh, it's a wrap. So, of course, you know, I was emotional. I took off my apron, threw it. And as I'm walking away, she told me, yeah, take your stuff, go home. And so, you know, I went in the back, took my stuff, went home. And before I got home, I had called my mom and I was telling her, because I only had work at this place like two, three months at the time. And then I called my mom and I explained to her, mom, I got fired. Um, and she go, what happened? I was like, to be honest with you, this lady was talking to me in a disrespectful manner. And then she was like, yep, you are your father's son. Just come home. It's okay. Like, you ain't got to worry about that. So as I'm going home as well, my one of my, because we're working there with a bunch of my friends. So one of them called me. And he made me feel like shit, to be honest with you. Why would you quit? You need the money. And, you know, you got to think about it, too. In high school, I really didn't need money for much. I mean, my parents really, like, when I was in school, they always told me, stop getting these little jobs. Focus on school. And that didn't make sense to me then. I was like, yo, I'm broke. I need these new pair of J's. You're not buying me no 200 J's. I need to get a job. But now I realize that those small jobs that we would have in high school really meant nothing in the grand scheme of things. Because at the time, we're getting paid nine bucks an hour, and we really think that's a lot of money. But some of us right now are probably making $30 and plus and still thinking they could, you know, you see the potential of what it is. But as a young teenage boy, somebody's trying to explain that to you, sometimes you're, you resist the information. So I was just, you know, my friend made me feel bad about it. And I was thinking about, damn, I ain't got no money. I can't go on no more dates. You know what I'm saying? I can't get the freshest kicks. And that was it. So I got fired from there. And I don't think I ever worked 
in high school ever again. Yes, I did. I probably work at some factories a couple of days or so on. But the moral of the story is I went back to that place a couple of years later. It was a friend's birthday. She decided to have it there. And because it was there, I definitely wanted to go back. And then I wanted to see what was going on. And then when I went back, now, most of my friends, they have left onto other things in life. But there was this one guy that was still there when we were there. And I'm talking to you maybe five years out of high school. And he was still working there. He had gotten a little promotion now. He was um, allowed to serve because he was in the back. Anyway, something like that. And I looked at him, and I couldn't help but to feel bad about him. Now, I really didn't even know, you know, what his situation is or whatever it is. But I, I just kept thinking to myself, that's definitely what I did not want to be years down the line. So when we sometimes getting fired is really a blessing in disguise. And like I said, a lot of the things I I was not in control of, I couldn't control how this lady looked at us. I couldn't control why she was so angry towards, I would say, us. You know what I mean? Not to say black people, but she definitely walked around, you know, grumpy. She didn't like too many people of that sort. So I was trying to think, now, why would she always be feeling like this? And to be honest with you, that is the best thing that's ever happened to me. So maybe if I don't get fired, um, I don't know. Maybe I'm still working there today. Or maybe I'm still putting up with the abuse of being belittled just because I'm in high school and somebody not really seeing my worth and my value. I knew from then I was better than this. And ever since I had left that place, I constantly worked to never be in a position to go back there. Now, today, if something happened where I lose my job and I have to come up with some money, I have no pride in me to go and go back to work there. But I work tirelessly today as I'm speaking to you to ensure that I never go through that or never have to resort to that. And I also tell my little brother all the time, you must focus on the bigger things in life, you know. We all wanted to become basketball players when we were younger. That didn't work. We all wanted to become, at some point, all of us wanted to rap, rapped, whatever it is, but that also didn't work. What really worked is, what we seem to underestimate a lot of the time is how much people, how much of our success we can really guarantee by just doing the little things, you know? I think school is attainable for most people. You could go to school, get a decent degree or whatever. And even if school is not for you, you could definitely, you know, it's something that you're good at. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you're the guy that every time you move, you know what I'm saying? I got a friend of mine, every time I move, he's there to help me move. And I was telling him one day, yo, bro, you could really start your own moving company. Like, you're good at this. You know what I'm saying? And it's not it's not a bad way to obtain whatever. And keep in mind, success is always around how happy you are as a person. And I encourage people to really find within themselves their happiness. Whatever it is to make you happy, please tap into that um, and really exploit that to the fullest of its potential. I'm happy today to be on the mic and to be sharing these story with you. You have no idea how happy or blessed I feel. You know, if you've been listening up to this part, I really, really, really appreciate that you decide to put aside 45 minutes of your time and to really come listen to see what I got to say. Um, I've been seeing a lot of the promo video. The pressure is definitely building up, but you know what? Once I get on the mic, um, it's really sec it comes second nature to me. 
and I just want to share my experiences and hopefully us as people, we get better, you know, because that's really what it's about at the end of the day, because Remember, within 100 years, life and death will happen. So I will definitely wrap it up right here. Thank you very much for giving me your time and listening to it. I hope you really enjoyed the stories that I told you. I hope you kind of got the theme of what I was trying to say. I might have been all over the place, but it's just the excitement that's building up. So if you're listening right now, make sure you follow all my social media pages. It's Activated Podcast on Facebook, SoundCloud, YouTube, and also on Instagram. Make sure you subscribe and uh, be on the lookout for the next episode to come through. I have a lot of exciting things happening, man. I can't wait to share with you. And uh, one more time, tomorrow is going down inside Mama Land Lounge. Uh, if you are in the city of Toronto, downtown, please make sure you stop by and show some love. All right? It's your boy, Ibu, and you have officially been activated. Peace. Peace.